Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Here comes pressure, throws it to Eckler on the screen. He's got a block to the 10, to the 5, into the end zone. for a first down. Herbert with time. Now running out of time. Throws on the run. Down the sideline. Caught in the end zone. Keenan Allen for the touchdowns. Throws and again it's intercepted. And that's Asante Samuel. Here's another one. Watch out. How did it feel when Derwin James absolutely powerbombed the f*** out of you on national television? You're listening to the Shock Therapy Podcast with Tyler Lawrence and Zach Alfers. Welcome back. I am Tyler Lawrence. Zach could not be here with me today. Uh, I am taking a, a master's class MBA and I'm kind of being forced to go and talk a little bit about the Shock Therapy Podcast. We're kind of in a little bit of a dead area right now. Um, Chargers football obviously is over until uh, next season, but there's a lot of different things going on right now. Uh, specifically with, uh, I'll kind of just start with the Shock Therapy podcast. So as you can see, I just completed that video. That is our new intro, Some something fun for us to kind of look forward to. Um, we've been doing a lot of work in the background. We recently joined Belly Up Sports. We're super excited about that opportunity. We talked a little bit about that last week. We have refreshed our logo, uh, something that I had been working on a little bit. We hadn't really adjusted it in the three years that we've been doing the Shock Therapy podcast. Uh, and obviously that new intro and prep for season three. Uh, the, the big thing that we have going on right now and something I, I think I'm just going to kind of show everybody is we did create our own actual website. I'm going to go ahead and add this website to our screen stream. Um, it is a little bit under construction because I accidentally kind of broke a couple things. But if you take a look at our website, we've been writing some articles on here. Uh, and the big thing that we're talking about right now is offensive coordinator candidates. If you go over to our website, you can go and find the link by searching us on Twitter, going onto our Twitter account, clicking the, um, the link there, and it'll take you to uh, where you can find us on Spotify. Um, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you find your podcast, you can find our YouTube channel. 
all of our social media stuff uh, and this website. And if you go to this website and you go over to blog, and again, I'm sorry, this looks a little ugly right now. It is kind of back in construction. You're going to see a ton of articles uh, that I've been writing over the last week and a half. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about some of my favorite candidates, some of my least favorite candidates. Uh, I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but right now the Chargers are currently uh, have interviews scheduled with Joe Brady, who is the quarterbacks coach for the Buffalo Bills, Zach Robinson, who's a quarterbacks and passing game coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams, Thomas Brown, who's been coaching majority of his coaching career has been at the running back position. Uh, he coached tight ends this last year under Sean McVay uh, with the Rams as well. Luke Steckel, uh, kind of an interesting name, tight ends coach for the Titans. Uh, Gerard Johnson, who is the quarter assistant quarterbacks coach for the Vikings. And then Greg Olson. Uh, you can read about all of those candidates and more. Uh, everything that you want to know about every coach linked to the Chargers offensive coordinator, there's a whole history of everybody up on the website. And if you're going ahead and taking a look, um, I can tell you a little bit about my favorites currently. Uh, my favorite candidates for the offensive coordinator position is going to be Brian Johnson, uh, who I'll bring up right here. You can go onto the website and take a look a little bit about his history. So Brian Johnson, he started his playing career in 2004 at the University of Utah. He was originally the backup to Alex Smith, uh, ended up taking the starter duties after Alex Smith went first overall to the 49ers. He ended up becoming the 2008 Mountain West Player of the Year. In 2008, the Utah Utes uh, became the only undefeated team in 2008 with a 13-0 record. Uh, ultimately, Brian Johnson was listed on the cover of the 2010 edition of EA's NCAA football game, specifically for PS3 that year. They did a, a different cover man for Xbox as well. Uh, didn't have the NFL career, went undrafted, ended up moving around to the UFL and um, uh, Arena Football League, I believe it was. Um, he couldn't continue his playing career, so he ended up going back to the University of Utah. He became a quarterback's coach in 2010. Uh, right after Utah had joined the Pac-12. Um, he ended up going to a couple different places, Mississippi State as a quarterback's coach from 2014 to 2016. Uh, while at Mississippi State, he helped develop Dak Prescott, uh, who went on to become the rookie of the year um, when he joined the Dallas Cowboys, ultimately beating out Tony Romo and kind of forcing Tony Romo to retire. Uh, Johnson's coached under a couple decent um, well-known head coaches, Urban Meyer as a player, Dan Mullen from uh, his time at uh, uh, Florida, uh, Kyle Whittenham, who he had coached under uh, when he went back to Utah, and currently he's coaching under Nick Sirianni. Uh, there's a lot to like about Brian Johnson. Uh, specifically, you, you look at Dak Prescott and all the success that he had, I mean, taking overtaking Tony Romo, who was still, you know, top five, top 10 quarterback uh, at the time of his retirement, uh, has numerous records uh, while he was there, uh, played very, very well. And the fact that a fourth round draft pick had the foundation and the overall talent to overtake Tony Romo. Granted, Tony Romo was aging at that point in his career, but he was still a quality 
it, it would be like us drafting a fourth round uh, quarterback with Philip Rivers on the roster and him beating out Philip Rivers at the time. Because uh, I, I just feel like that's kind of a, a, a pretty similar situation. Um, when Johnson arrived at Florida, uh, the Florida program was a complete mess. They had just finished four and seven. Uh, Johnson had gotten the opportunity to build that program back up. Felipe Franks, Franks turned into a quality passer. Uh, they also brought along some other decent players, a Michael Pirine, Jordan Scarlett in the run game, and then a wealth of wide receivers. Uh, Van Jefferson, Kadarius Tony, both of them were first round draft picks. Freddie Swain, Tyree Cleveland are actually still on NFL rosters uh, right now. And then obviously Kyle Pitts was drafted fifth overall by the Atlanta Falcons. So Johnson's got a history of developing uh, players in the at the collegiate level. I think the biggest uh, knock for Brian Johnson is that he doesn't have a whole lot of NFL experience. Um, there is some upside to being a protege of Urban Meyer, and while Urban Meyer didn't work out in the NFL, there's a lot of, of good to take away uh, from Urban Meyer's experience just because he's had the same type of background to be able to develop players. I think more of his issues uh, when he went to the NFL is – uh, just the weird rules. I feel like he was just too institutionalized into the college football uh, structure and the NFL. These are grown men. They got families. Um, these aren't kids you can just pick on. So um, I think that's part of the reason why Urban Meyer ended up flaming out. Um, most of the offensive line talent coming out of Florida hasn't been overly successful either. Uh, Jawan Taylor is the, the only starter that I can think of. Um, there are some additional players coming up now who could potentially break it out, but Brian Johnson does not have a history of developing offensive linemen. Um, overall, I think that there's more positives than there are negatives of Brian Johnson being a candidate to take over the play calling duties as our offensive coordinator. Uh, his track record at Florida really kind of speaks for itself because he was able to develop a lot of skilled position players uh, during his time there. Uh, he's a hot name for a reason. Uh, likely not going to get an opportunity to, to interview him until the Eagles postseason is over. Uh, but the Chargers are aggressively interviewing candidates right now. Um, if a hire is to come soon, they're going to likely miss out on Brian Johnson. So he is a name to continue to, to watch. Uh, he's been talked about quite a bit about getting a potential uh, offensive coordinator um, interviews after the season. But as long as the Eagles are still on their way to the Super Bowl, uh, likely not going to happen in the short term. Um, and why is that not there? Anyways, like I said, I was just going to keep this nice and sweet, uh, mainly because this is also a project for a class that I'm taking called social media. Um, but there is a lot of good information on this website. I will fix some of the issues Uh that are making things a little bit difficult to navigate on the website. But outside of that, uh, we'll be back sometime potentially next week or the week after. Uh, not really sure. I believe me and Zach kind of want to take a little bit of a break, have our own little bit of an off season. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys later.